Welcome back to the Politics, Soccer, and More podcast with me, Edgar Tapia. Today, we will talk about affirmative action and answering the questions, what is affirmative action? How does this apply to schools? What are my thoughts on it? What are better solutions besides affirmative action that schools can take? So let's dive right in. Affirmative action. What is affirmative action? According to Ambistopedia, affirmative action is a policy in which an individual's rate, color, race, sex, religion, or national origin are taken into account to increase opportunities provided into an underrepresented part of society. This, So basically, companies and schools look at this so underrepresented people in society are more highly represented, at least in their school, in that specific school, or in that specific company. This is very important as it comes from the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It was passed by, L- well, it was passed during LBJ's presidency, which was right after JFK's death. Um, JFK was was slow on civil rights. He started on the idea of civil rights. It was very important during his presidency and his short-lived presidency. But again, he was slow on civil rights. And in general, JFK was criticized with being slow with a lot of stuff, in con- uh, with a lot of bills and laws of from what I know. And affirmative action is an important part of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. In specific, Title VI and VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 are important because they basically tell us how this all came to universities and into the workplace. Title VI of the Act promised that no person shall on the ground of race, color, or national origin be excluded from participation in, being denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any program or activity receiving federal finan- financial assistance. So this is more leaning into schools and public universities rather than the workplace. Title VII is mostly focused on the, to the workplace, as Title VII similarly pre- prohibited unemployment practices that discriminated on the basis of race, gender, religion, or national origin. So basically, Title VI is mostly focused on universities or schools, public schools in general, and Title VII is more focused on the workplace. So how do schools and work use affirmative action to accept people? I will focus this episode more on schools rather than work, as there's more research um, open up to for universities and schools on affirmative action. And according to NPR, affirmative action is mostly seen in selective colleges, which are colleges that reject more people than they receive. Harvard is a prime example of this type of college, um, they re- they reject way more people than they receive. Um, of course, co- uh, Harvard is a very, very selective school. There's usually racial preferences involved. So some students may have the same qualifications, but because of their race, they are chosen. Uh, so this means I might have the same qualifications. Some people may have the same qualifications as me, but because of my race, which plays an important card when it comes to affirmative action, I would probably get chosen. Well, this is... What I what is understand from affirmative action, but states like Arizona, California, Florida, Michigan, Michigan, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, and Washington have laws that ban the consideration of race in uni admissions. I think this is a very important thing. Um, I don't think race should be looked at when you're applying to colleges. I don't think that's something that should be considered in, in any uni admission because I mean race is important obviously because it's it's part of your of who you are but i don't think universities should be looking at that and this is when we dive dive in into what i think i can see why this was implemented especially in the 1960s 
um, as again, civil rights were very slow. It took a long time. It took more than 10 years for things to pass. Um, again, because of a lot of laws that were going on, there's, there's always loopholes being found um, throughout history to not do what the law says. So, of course, I can see why it was implemented, especially during the 1960s. Although I see why, I don't agree with it because I don't think race should be a factor, as I said before, when it comes to admitting students or getting a job. Uh, public unions have to do this by law. Also, work has to do this by law because diversity is a very important part. But, of course, I don't agree with it. And that's something very common that we'll be talking about. I don't agree with a lot of laws that are in place. But... How I think you need to do it, um, I think there's like at least six or seven steps. And guys, this is going to be a very short episode. It's going to just focus on the topic of affirmative action. But since I'm going to college, um, I can talk a little bit about this. I've done college applications. I applied to 10 schools because my school required me to. So I have a little experience with college applications themselves. So again, I know a, a little bit of how they work. I think that when you're applying... Um, an essay is an important part. Colleges get to know who you are. It's like saying, this is who I am and this is a story about me. Please accept me. I think an example we can see in history of like, not specifically an essay, but something where like we, someone sent something to someone else was a declaration of independence. It was like, this is who we are and we're separating from you, England. It's like a breakup letter. And, and although for a college admission, it's like, accept me. I want, to, I, I want you to want me in your school. Um, and I think essays are really important um, and they should be seen into and they should be read uh, because this is, again, this is colleges know who you are and how you would fit in their college or specifically, or if you want to say in that university, um, they get to know who you are. And of course, I always, um, it's very repeated, but grades are, of course, important. Um, th that number is important, but obviously it shouldn't be the main decider. Um, and this is why I go back to why the essay is so essential for college admissions to to read. And there's sometimes there's an option of not reading, of not submitting your essay, your personal essay. But I think you should, because again, I'm, I'm gonna repeat this a lot. It's gonna be an again and again thing I will say throughout this episode. But it tells a story about you. It says who you are, regardless of your race. Um, if someone was reading this. Uh, as my teacher would say, if I read this and I didn't, and if it didn't have your name on it, I wouldn't know who you are. That's how what colleges should should know when they read your essay. They know who you are because they read that. And I think another thing that I think is highly important are teacher recommendations. They're very important because they it gives you it gives the colleges a different perspective from you. It it says. Um, it's just how you act in the classroom and how you are as a person as well. Teachers see how you act in a classroom. So they know that this can tell colleges how you will act in their classroom when you're around people, around your friends, when you're not around your friends. So, of course, teachers' recommendations are important. And I think um, I didn't do this myself, but I think going to interviews are important as well. I know some people that went for an interview at my school. Um Again, an interview is almost like uh, writing your essay. It lets colleges at first hand see who you are. It tells them how you. It lets them know how you act around certain around a certain amount of people, around more professional environment. And it's the same when you go for a work interview. They just want to know if you're gonna fit in. So of course, I think a college interview 
to see if you're going to be able to go to that school is very important. They just want to get to know who you are. And they just want to get to interact with you as well. Something else that I think is very important is your resume. How involved someone is at school. I'm not, of course, I'm a, I was very involved with a lot of sports, as you could tell from my previous episode. But I wasn't as involved with clubs, especially in my last two years. I mostly took um, my school offered uh, as a club uh, study hall. So I took that as an opportunity to do my homework. So I wouldn't have to do my homework at home. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't exactly do that as as in your resume, you can talk about what clubs or programs you, you were in. In addition, your resume says what AP classes you have. Of course, you if you don't want to take AP classes, you don't have to take AP classes. I highly recommend it if you're in high school because they say that you at least took the opportunity to try a college course style class. And I think every student in high school should do this. Um, but in addition, um, a resume is important because it shows the quality of a student you are and the quality of a person you are. It's, it shows how you can balance things well, especially if you're really involved. Like me, as, as I was saying, I wasn't really involved with a lot of clubs or programs at my school, but I was really involved in sports. And to give you a little brief explanation of how that is, we started school at 7.45 in the morning and I would get home until like seven because of sports. We had seven periods. Uh, one hour per period, and then sports was on like an hour and 30 minutes. So we would get at 4.08 this year, and I would get, and I mean, practice would end at like 6.30. So that means I had another hour and or two hours more at school be, uh, when I could have gone home. And I, I, was able, I was able to balance that. I was able to still maintain high grades and balance sports and school. And I think that's a very important thing that, Colleges get to see like your leadership as well, or how and just in in general how involved you are. It shows the quality of the pers- of the person and student they will be receiving. So in some schools, as I was saying, schools should look more at qualities of a student rather than their race. This is why I'm against affirmative action, and I don't think it should be implemented in universities, especially um, the things I mentioned throughout the last four or five minutes are important. As they allow, which and I think they would allow colleges to see which students will fit more at their school and see if their student can succeed at their school or not. These are just I think quality is more important than your race. Of course, I can see why. Again, I can see why schools implemented this. Of course, race was uh, more diversity at a school is very important to a lot of schools. But I think the quality of a student is more important than what what their race is. It just it just shows if a school accepts a more qualified person into the university, it gives an opportunity to someone with that qualifications to succeed. And I think affirmative action is not allowing this to happen. But let me know what are your thoughts. Follow us on Twitter at Politics Soccer. Let us know. Once again, thank you for listening.